There's nothing special about being American. None of you can define for me what an American is. I am the nation. I was born on July 4th, 1776, and the Declaration of Independence is my birth certificate. The bloodlines of the world run in my veins because I offered freedom to the oppressed. I am many things and many people. I am the nation. I am 200 million living souls and the ghost of millions who have lived and died for me. I am Nathan Hale and Paul Revere. I stood at Lexington and fired the shot heard around the world. Washington, Jefferson, Patrick Henry, and John Paul Jones, the Green Mountain Boys, David Crockett. I'm Lee. Coming to you from the D-Tom Studios from the free state of Florida, sponsored by Maker's Mark Bourbon. Miss L, don't tread on America. Today is Sunday, 10-29, let's rock! How's everybody doing out there? That's your host, PCJCCK1. How's it going? Hey, guys. It is Sunday. Like I said, October. I almost said August. October 29, 2023. I'm your host, Don Q. How's everybody doing out there today? I hope everyone is doing splendiferous. I've got, I've got something to talk about today. And uh, I'm going to try and stay focused on the subject. Um, I don't have a lot of time. Um, not to totally get off on a, another subject, but if you guys are on Facebook now, I was mowing the yard earlier today and I noticed I had a situation going on with my fascia on the back side of the house. I was weeding and I'm like, where the fuck is all this insulation coming from? So I look up and there's a fucking hole in the fascia. It looks like I had a little bit of dry rot there and something Got in. I don't know if it's in the attic or not. I, I can't. I don't hear anything, and I didn't see anything. But uh, nonetheless, uh, I, I know. I know it's Florida, and it doesn't get cold like it does in other parts of the country, other parts of the world. I get that, but it does have its tendencies to get cold, and when it does, you know, animals want to find somewhere warm to be, and I don't want them to be in my house anyway. So, I kind of did a little gerrymandering, uh, jerry-rigging, jerry-whatever you want to call it. I don't care. I, I put a little piece of wood up there just to try and fix it for now. Get on Facebook. Hey, anyone know any uh, anyone that can fix fascia? Because, you know, I can take a piece of wood and put a drill to it, and, you know, and put a Band-Aid on it, you know, essentially. But uh, I'm not a construction guy by any stretch of the imagination. So, anywho, have you ever done something like that, and then all of a sudden your shit just gets blown up? So, <laughs> I'm preparing to do the show, and I'm just getting all these messages, bing, 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 bing. So, I, I had to turn my phone off, or not off, but on silent, so I don't get 5,000 messages while I'm doing the show. Anywho, I will answer those folks as soon as I can, because I need to get this fixed ASAP. Anywho, so, welcome to the show. Um couple things guys make sure whatever podcast app you're listening to this on you are following the show subscribe whatever the button is there i don't know different apps have different things there i think on apple it's a plus and then on uh on uh, spotify it's a follow and i don't know about the other apps but nonetheless follow the show guys and then please share this with your friends uh like-minded people, unlike-minded people. You know, I, I don't delve too deeply into politics. I don't go bashing hardcore on Democrats 
or Republicans, I just bash on all of them. If you're, I don't care what party you are. If you're in favor for this country, this country, then you're going to get a fair shake. If you're not, then you won't. Okay? Um, I don't really care to uh, be too political. And I don't care not to be or to to be, if that's proper grammar, whatever. I don't care. I'm a dude. And um, I just try to point out the things that this country does and that other countries do. The governments, what the governments of this country and other countries do. And the people running the governments, and those could be Republicans, Democrats, uh, conservatives, uh, liberals, whatever moniker you want to put next to their name in whatever country you live in you guys can all feel the same pain okay so please share this with your friends guys also if you want to help the show out go to the detom store the link is in the podcast app right there there's some t-shirts there's there's just different stuff check out the store i'm probably going to update some stuff um look at some pricing maybe see if i can lower some pricing Obviously, I need to make some sort of a profit because the whole point of the store is for me to get rich. No, that's not the whole point of the store. Actually, the whole point of the store is just to help with the cost of the show. Not that it costs a lot of money, but running the store, running the the, uh, website, running the podcast um, service, it adds up. So, you know, it runs me roughly $100 a month. So... Versus me having a Patreon and begging for money, I'm going to beg you to go to my store and buy a shirt. And really, the reason I do that is because um, I I want you to pay for it, not me. No, I'm joking. Um, The biggest reason I'd rather do this versus a Patreon is because the Patreon also costs money to run, as crazy as that is. And, um, I mean, it costs money to run the store. I get that. But the... um, The point of the store and you buying a t-shirt or a sweatshirt or a tank top or a sticker or whatever the case may be is to um, promote the show. You know what I'm saying? So a Patreon, yeah, I can get on here and be like, hey, visit a Patreon, Detom, Patreon, blah, 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 and give me some money. I could do that. Um, I don't have the time to do a Patreon and then have specific content for the Patreon. I'm lucky if I can get three shows done a week. Okay, because unlike a lot of these other people, I am just like you guys. I'm just a regular dude with a full-time job and a part-time podcast. And I know I say that shit. It's kind of like the tagline of the show. And uh, the reason I point that out is to let you guys know I am just like you. I'm not some special dude. I just have a regular old job. You know, I make a decent living. I have, you know, a regular life just like everyone else. Okay. The only reason I'm doing this is because I have time on my hands on some occasions and then other occasions I'm busy. I try and I still try to get the shows done. Like for example, this week, Tuesday and Wednesday, I got doctor's appointments all day. Now I'm off on Sundays and Mondays. The wife's at work right now. Boom. Show. Now probably what I'm going to do, because I will be in in Tampa all day on Tuesday doing doctor's appointments, uh, scans, and so on and so forth. Uh, Literally have to be there at like 8 o'clock in the morning till I'm done. Could be 2, 3 o'clock in the afternoon. And obviously I won't be able to get home and get a show done. So I will do said show tomorrow and post it on Tuesday. Uh, I have a couple of ideas of what I'm going to talk about. And and I think I'm going to stick with the one. But... You'll have to tune in to find out what that is. So if you're following the show, you will know. Anywho, guys, also, if you are on social media, which is actually going to be part of the show on Tuesday, uh, you can follow the show at Don't Tread on America on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and now on True Social. Check us out at any of those situations. You can message the show and talk to me directly. Also on the Twitter X machine at D Tom underscore seventeen seventy five, and if you want to follow me personally, it is PCGC underscore seventeen seventy five. And if you're not on social media of any kind, that's fine. You can uh, follow the store or the store, the show, and message and all that fun stuff at don'ttreadonamerica.com. And really, that is kind of the best place to go if you 
it's kind of a one-stop shop. You go to the website. From there, you can go to the store. You can listen to the podcast. You can send me a message. It's it's everything everything you need right there. Don'ttreadamerica.com. All right. Also, um, on the TikTok, um, got into a little bit of a not a not a skirmish, not an argument, not a whatever. Um, I've been on TikTok for a little over a year now, and uh, I really the only thing I do in there is post drink videos. So, um, one of the I, I don't know that he still listens or not. Um, to be honest with you, um, but whatever, uh, and, uh, well, you know, you should be off of TikTok. It's da, da, da. I'm like, give me one reason outside of what you hear on mainstream media or a political opinion as to why that is. And he then gave me the thing I didn't, that I asked, that I didn't ask for. And so, anywho. So, the show on Tuesday will cover a lot of those situations as far as social media is concerned, not just TikTok, but all of them. So, anyway, tune in Tuesday. Check that out. In the meantime, we are going to dedicate two hours today to Israel and God. I'm joking. We're not going to do that. I am going to talk about the situation over in the Middle East, but I'm going down a different route. Okay? So, please, just stick with me. Trust me. Okay? This will be an interesting show. I don't, in all honesty, it's going to be a lot of me just riffing on the situation because I'm trying to find a way to explain this. And I I don't know if this is a good thing or an interesting thing, but it doesn't seem that a lot of people share the same opinion that I have. And I and I want to forewarn you that this is not going to be a show that's pro-Israel. It's not going to be a show that's pro-Palestine. Okay? What I'm trying to do is show you guys why. Why this is happening. Why, not why we, not what we are being told why this is happening. But why is this actually happening? I've told you this time and time again. And, and I was going to go in a different direction with the show because I found something out about 10 different items that happened this past week. And obviously, you don't hear shit about shit because Israel-Palestine also. Then you had the mass shooting on Tuesday or Wednesday, whenever it was. And uh, But I, I already had this done, so I want to stay focused on this. That gave me something to talk about you know, on another day. But anywho, we, we are led to believe... That everything that's going on in Israel and Gaza and with the Palestines and, and, and all that situation <clears throat> has to do with what? So on October 7th, right, there was a musical uh, music festival wherever in Israel, whatever it was. And you had the paragliders, the Palestinian, the Hamas come in, paraglide in. They sent some missiles. They took some people hostage. They shot some people. And I'm not trying to downplay what happened. Trust me when I tell you this. I'm not trying to say a couple of people did a couple of bad people did a couple of bad things. I'm not trying to go the Ilian Omar route on this. The way I look at it, there's no right side to this whole situation that's going on. I'm not that's why I said this is not gonna be pro Israel. This isn't gonna be pro Palestine. There's no winners in this situation. There's no right in this. We know what we see. We see that one, you know, you have uh, the one side shooting missiles to the other, and the other side, you know, they're back and forth. I've also told you, told you that this has been a situation that's been going on for a very, very long time, longer than my lifetime, longer than probably most of y'all's lifetime. I played you a video the other day about a situation where the guy was talking about how Israel had bombed this building and took it down. They actually have pinpoint strike. If they want to take somebody out in a building, they have the capability to do that. Why would they have to destroy a building? Blah, 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 blah. That was two years ago. It sounded like it was the other day, two years ago. Point being, me, the whole point of me playing that video was to show you that just because this is dominating our news cycle right now doesn't mean that this is breaking news this isn't new okay so once again i ask the question why is this happening 
not, and I, I'm not going to use the typical answer of, oh, because the Palestinians and Hamas, you know, pyroglided in and da-da-da. And I'm not going to say, oh, it's because uh, Israel, uh, 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 I want to say invades, uh, what's the word, occupies, is occupying Palestinian land and da-da-da. I'm not going down that route. Now, I did talk about the Balfour Declaration a couple weeks ago, and that kind of opened some eyes as to the whole situation over there. A lot of people don't understand what this area of the of the world is and as i've done more research and tried not to focus a whole lot on this um <clears throat> i'm getting sick and tired of it to be honest with you and so i stumbled upon this little gem and this kind of doesn't really i'm gonna probably have to pull this up on my phone so i can read it better because you know i'm old but um where was it? Where is it at? It's not... What I'm about to tell you has not a lot to do necessarily with what's going on in this part of the country, of the, of the world. But it, I'm going to make it fit. Okay? Okay, so this is a square peg and, and y'all are the round hole. So get ready. Alright, so the WEF, the World Economic Forum came out now this was this was last year late last year okay so and and that's the reason i want to talk about this so like this isn't breaking news um they this is according to klaus schwab okay so humans are hackable animals without souls so according to the wef a a new one world religion has arrived and it unites all of humanity in worshiping at the altar of climate science, techno-communism, and eugenics. God, Jesus, and Christianity is quote-unquote fake news that must be dismissed by humanity. It, <clears throat> he says, if you find it hard to believe Klaus Schwab's WEF would go this far, you clearly haven't been paying attention to developments in recent recent time. The blasph blasphemy doesn't stop there. Klaus Schwab's right-hand man, Yuval Noah Harai, has announced that the WEF has been so successful in his plans that they will turn humans into gods. Now, what does that have to do with anything going on over yonder? Absolutely nothing. No. One of the reasons we are being told that what's happening over there is what is because the Jews and the Muslims, right? That's what we're being led to believe that the the Hamas and Hezbollah. Hez, uh, Hamas is your Palestinian faction. Hezbollah is your Lebanese faction. Um, God only knows if ISIS or anyone else, but we're we're talking about Islamic or Muslim factions versus the Jewish people. Okay, so right there alone, it makes you it makes you most of the population throughout the world. It makes most of us believe that this whole situation is because of religion. Okay, so obviously that's what people believe. So whether you believe that the Muslims feel some sort of way about the Jewish people, or the Jewish people feel some sort of way about the palace or you know the muslim people okay um or we are led to believe that it's because of the quote-unquote occupation of the jewish people and the uh, israeli government or the land of israel over the land of the state of palestine okay and and it was an interesting thing because in in watching everybody's ignorance Okay, it's like Palestine isn't even a place. Gaza is just a, a land. And then you hear, is Gaza an open air prison? Is Gaza this? Is Gaza that? What about the West Bank? Well, if you go back and look at the Balfour Declaration, um, this area was Palestine, Palestine. And whatever, whatever, Israel was created. I'm not going to relive the show. You can go back and listen to it if you haven't. Um, so much so that 
the UN, right? Okay, so the UN is what? I mean, I'm not a fan of the UN, but it is what it is. The UN is the United Nations, right? So you have however many people, however many people, how many countries are part of the United Nations? I don't know. I'm not looking it up. That's not the point. So there's most of the world is in the UN. Let's put it that way. Prior to World War II, um, there was no United Nations. It was the League of Nations. And ipso opso, things happened, became the United Nations. So, and a lot of people confuse NATO with the United Nations, two different situations. Um, so the UN has, like I said, however many countries. So each country has a representative. So like the United States, you have an ambassador to the UN, whoever that person is. I don't know. Don't care. It's not the point. So each country that is a member of the UN, which is, you know, I guess instead of me saying, I don't know how many countries, I could I could look it up. So let's see. How many countries are in the UN? Okay, so there's 193 UN member states. Okay. Um, who are the current members? So let's see. So, you know, you think you'd, you think you'd just hit that and bring it up. No, no, it brings you to another thing. I'm not reading all 193. Don't worry. Don't, don't fast forward past this. I, I'm just trying to get to a point. Okay, so, <laughs> so let's see. I don't know. We know that we are right. We know the United States is. Um, we know that, uh, like, it's it's weird. Like North Korea is, um, the um, you know, Russia. I mean, China. You know, all these countries that you don't think about. Come on, where's the search button? <laughs> <laughs> you would think I could find it quicker. Um, and, it, and it's weird that all these countries, 193 countries, um, and, and the, one of the countries that's rep represented in the United Nations is the state of Palestine. Okay, so why would the UN have a representative for the state of Palestine at the UN if they were not identified as a country. Now, granted, you can look at a map and there's no country called Palestine. I get that. That's not my point. My point is they are represented in uh, the United Nations as a an entity. If, if that... You know, if you guys are understanding what I'm saying. And my point is this. I guess they were they're what they're called is a non-member state. Okay. So they um so I'm gonna read this here. High level meeting, I remember the seventh anniversary of the United Nations, da, 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 Palestine state of uh Humad or Hamoud Abbas statement, blah, 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 President of the State of Palestine. Uh, so, yeah. So, point being is this. They are identified as as the state of Palestine. Okay? Like I said, you can look at a map. There's no Palestine. So, is it a state? Is it not a state? And if it's not a state, why is it recognized by, by the UN as such? Okay? Where are you going with this? Hang on. Let me see. Let me look that up. Where am I going with this? No, seriously. So I started thinking. What's the what's the point of of this? So I started looking into the leaders of these two areas. Okay. So the leader of the state of Palestine. Okay, I just said his name. It is uh, Bob Johnson. Oddly enough, no. Uh, Muhammad, I, I don't know if I'm saying that wrong, Muhammad Abbas. Okay? So, uh, he's been the, the the guy since 
October 29th, actually, since <laughs> almost 19 years from today, oddly enough. Um, so who is this guy? Okay. I'm not going to go into a whole deal on him. Uh, he's just a dude that is the leader of Palestine. Okay. Period. And then we know who the leader of Israel is, right? Benjamin Netanyahu. So we know who he is. He's been around for a while. And uh, when if I told you uh, Netanyahu and Abbas had a meeting, you'd be like, a who? Right? You would know who Netanyahu is, but who's the other dude? Right? Okay, so this these two guys. So where are you going with this, Don? Okay. Both of these gentlemen, okay, are both members of the World Economic Forum. Okay, so let's start connecting some dots. Okay, so you have Klaus Schwab talking about a one-world religion and a one-world government and a one-world this and a one-world that. You have Klaus Schwab also talking about, and the WEF, talking about 15-minute cities. And you'll own nothing and like it and all that shit, right? Okay. Now, I've seen stuff online that would... <laughs> that would start connecting dots as to what is actually happening in this area okay so throughout the world the wef is wanting to do these 15 minute cities we and i did a show on 15 minute cities a while back and uh, one of them is is happening in england uh there's one happening in pakistan uh these cities are called um nova cities okay and oddly enough, if you look that up, if you look up Nova City, it'll it brings up opportunities for you to invest. I'm not I'm not making this shit up in these Nova cities, and um, and it's and it's interesting. So Islamabad, Nova City is one of the finest residential properties in Islamabad. Uh, here here's an advertisement for it, <laughs> and it's and these are. These are 15-minute cities, you know, I'm sure there's going to be a situation where we're, we'll start seeing these types of things popping up in America, in Canada, uh, and, and the whole point of these is to lock us into a situation where you don't need a car, you won't need this, you won't need that, and, and I'm not going to revisit the show. If you guys haven't listened to it, go back and find it, 15-minute cities. But my point is this. The idea is that in order to build the 15-minute city in Israel, you have to have the land. So I found a video, and I'm not going to play the video because it's it's a video. It's not There's not much audio to it. But in this area, as they're starting their ground offensive in Gaza, through you know, as the Israeli army is starting its ground offensive through Gaza. And they are just bombing the shit out of this area. If you I'm sure you've seen the pictures. It, it's a wasteland. Okay? And and it's not that it's a wasteland because of what's happened over the past couple of weeks. It's been getting bad. This is just making it worse. But the interesting thing about this is just outside the borders of the Gaza strip is Construction machinery, not so much construction as building construction, but uh, demo construction, bulldozers, dump trucks. So if you are a country, if, if you're America, let's just say, and let's, I'm not picking on Canada, but just for shits and giggles, we're going to use Canada because they're on our border. So we're invading uh, Toronto, whatever. <sighs> And the point of us invading Toronto is to clear the land because we want it for whatever reason. And we're just going to bomb the shit out of Toronto. And then we're going to clean it up, clear it out, and start building what we want to build there. Right? So, if if you're just... But if you're just going to war to go to war and you're just bombing to bomb, you don't give a shit about cleaning it up. Why would you clean it up? Why would you bomb it to oblivion and then have bulldozers, cranes, dump trucks, and whatever lined up on the ready to clean it up why 
Why? Why would you care? Now, you could you could make the argument and say, oh, well, you know, during different uh, wars through time, especially wars that we were involved in, we helped clean up. Yeah, but we, we didn't have construction equipment on the ready. It was after the fact. Um, so that, that does make me wonder, you know, is, is that the point to this? Because why would you, why would you, why would you, (laughs) I guess, why would you is the best way to stop there. Now, the best way to, to start this and to, um, to make everyone one-sided, whether, no matter what side you're on is under the fog of war okay so like i want to i want to title this show the the slaves of war used in the fog of war now we are the slaves of war no matter what country you're in we are all slaves of war whether you served or you didn't serve whether you're man woman child we're all slaves to this and we are used in the fog of war. Now, what does that mean? So, the fog of war is the uh, misleading of what the war is about. Whatever war we want to talk about, we're going to talk about what's going on right now because this is the new war. This is the new, we got to get everyone hyped up behind it. Two years ago, the fog of war was Ukraine. It didn't work as well as they wanted it to. Like I said, I said on a show a couple shows ago where I talked about getting people behind the effort. Okay. We as Americans and as people that live in the UK or Canada or, you know, just trying to point out a couple countries that listen to this Spain, Germany, Sweden, Australia, South America or South uh, Africa, Brazil, for the most part. We uh, And no offense to the people in Ukraine and people in Russia that listen to the show because I see the downloads. But in all honesty, we shouldn't give a shit about what's going on. Oh, it's not fair that Russia's doing this. Once again, historical documentation will, will would prove differently as to what is actually going on over there. I'm not going through that again. Old news. The point being is, if... In America, or like I said, UK, France, Spain, wherever you're from, we really shouldn't care. We should worry about what's going on in our country. Americans should worry about America, French, France, Spain, Spain, so on and so forth, right? We have our own problems. But we're drug as slaves of war. We are drug into the fog of war, okay? And why am I using the term slaves of war? So, slaves to the grind, slaves of war. Now, that's not just necessarily to mean that the people, men or women, that are used in war physically being slaves of war, but us that that are on the outside, whether you're, you know, someone like myself or someone that that's never hasn't served, doesn't serve, won't serve, can't serve, um, used to serve, <laughs> whatever, whatever you want to use there. Obviously, the people that are serving, no matter what country you're from, you are the the frontline slave, so to speak. The rest of us that are that are over here are the mind slaves. And what do I mean by that? What I mean by that is the constant bombardment of media, whether it's TV, social, whatever print if you still read a you know newspaper is is the constant mind fuck of what you are supposed to believe what we're telling you you're supposed to believe that's your fog of war and and what i mean by fog is okay fog it's simple definition fog right we're all familiar with fog you can't see you know what's in front of you right the fog of war you can't see what's in front of you you can see what the media is telling you but that doesn't necessarily mean that's the truth and we went through a lot of this with ukraine and i think people started to open their eyes but as soon as all this started happening with the um israeli-palestinian conflict 
we closed our eyes again because we wanted to believe what the media was telling us that Muslim bad, Jews good, period. And why is it easy for Americans, especially, to fall into that fog of war? Well, what was one of the taglines, or what still is one of the taglines they use with this whole Israeli-Palestinian situation? What is one of the things they say? Ever since this started, what is the phrase that you hear on the news on the regular? This is their 9-11, right? Now, I equated that more to a red flag situation. This is their 9-11. That means they knew that this was going to happen because if you go back to my 9-11 show, we knew that was going to happen. This is their Pearl Harbor. We knew that was going to happen. But then, as I started doing more research onto what the fog of war is, and I think of the term, this is their 9-11. This is their Pearl Harbor. Why are those two phrases important to us in America? Most of the world doesn't mean shit to them. Okay, and I get that. But in America, they use that phrase because it gets us aggravated. Why? Because 9-11, we were led to believe that we had Muslim terrorists come over here, hijack some airplanes, crash the planes. Right? Muslim. So, if you process that through the news media, through social media, that this whole situation over there is because the Muslim faction, Hamas, did what they did in Israel. Now, I'm not saying that that didn't happen. Okay? It obviously happened. It's been happening. But they made it a point to start the fog machine and make sure you know that it's Muslim versus Jew. And they knew by doing that because with Ukrainian situation, it was kind of the Ukrainian uh, Russia thing is more of a, in my opinion, more of kind of like a civil war. I know it doesn't make sense. They're two different countries. I get it. But they used to not be. That's what I mean by that. This is more of a, by using those definitions, Muslim Jew is a holy war. And then they use references to the Holy Land and Jerusalem and Temple Mound and all this stuff. And then you can get biblical prophets and and Quran prophets and Torah prophet. You can get all these people that know everything about the different books of religion, which some people might argue that they're all basically the same. The names have just been changed based on the um, interpretation. Okay, that's a show for another day. But it's a it's a point to get people fired up. Now, in this country, we see, and, and I shouldn't say just in this country, but we've seen it in Europe or in England. We've seen it in France. We've seen it in Europe all around. Protest in America and, and in Europe with people taken to the streets. And I equated the protest in America that are happening around in different cities to BLM to the summer of love, to George Floyd, to all these different situations. And now we're just changing the colors of the clothes. Okay? Instead of uh, we're out there fighting for equal justice and, uh, you know, the white cop killing the black whatever, we're, we're marching in, in favor for Palestine. Right? And, and the interesting thing about a lot of these people that are out there marching, you see... The, the LGBTQPTW whatever flag flying everywhere. Kind of like you did during the, the Black Lives Matter marches. Okay? And the craziest thing about that is, and that's how you know these are organized marches. And, and what I mean by that is, of course they're organized, Don. People just didn't take to the streets. Cool, I get that. What I'm trying to say is these were organized by groups to get people together. Kind of like... BLM was paid to do what they did. Antifa was paid to do what they did. I got a news flash, and I'm sure, I can't imagine there's very many LGBTQ whatever people listening to the show, but 
if you happen to stumble upon this show today and you're listening and you're one of these people that are marching for the free state of Palestine, I got a newsflash for you. The free state of Palestine is run by Muslims. Okay? I have no problem with any religion as long as they don't have a problem with me. But I'm going to tell you one thing about Muslims. They do not like gay people. Okay? So before you put your weight behind the situation over there, you might want to do a little bit of research because if you happen to take your happy ass over there and march for them, they'll kill you. Okay? Story for another day, show for another day. I'm not worried about that. The point of this is this. You have two leaders of this situation, Netanyahu and Abbas, both members of the WEF. You have the WEF saying that now we are focused on a one-world religion, a one-world government, a one-world banking, a one-world this, and a one-world that. If you go through and look at all the leaders that are part of the WEF, now people say, oh, well, Trump, Trump talked at the WEF. Okay, I think you've had a lot of presidents of a lot of countries speak at the WEF. That doesn't mean that they're all part of the WEF. These two individuals are part of the WEF. Kind of like Justin Trudeau is part of the WEF. Kind of like, what's his face from England's part of the WEF. Okay, you've got to look, if you have, if you have current members of the World Economic Forum leading a country... Whatever your country is, whoever your lead, let me put it this way, whatever country you're from and you're listening to this right now, and you, and you know who your president or your prime minister or whoever, whoever runs the show in your country, go online and see if that person is a member of the WEF, WEF, World Economic Forum, look it up. If they are, you can trust that... Oh, there's a microphone there. <laughs> you can trust whatever their plan is, is not in y'all's best interest. Okay? Trust me when I tell you this. So, the situation between Israel and the Palestinians have nothing to do with what we're being led to believe. The fog of war that we are being told is the situation. It has nothing to do with that. Unfortunately, the slaves of war, the people of these two areas are and the slaves in America us whether you're enlisted or you're just watching the TV we're involved financially physically emotionally you've got to disconnect and you've got to understand that what's going on here isn't what it seems now obviously i I found this article so and it it, the headline of it is the human catastrophe is unfolding in real time in the middle east and it's very very much a point of this and like i said this isn't pro is jewish this isn't pro-palestinian but the facts of the matter is this there are bad characters in this area on both sides those people need to go away okay and the bad people are being led by netanyahu and habas okay and the people that are doing these deeds whether it's hamas or the idf or whoever Mossad, are being brainwashed into believing that their side is right unfortunately the people of these areas the people of palestine the people of israel are caught in the middle and of course much like in this country when there when we had 9-11 the majority of this country was like screw them when bush come out and said we're gonna fight them over there because we don't want to fight them over here blah blah blah. and everyone's like yeah and 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 military enlistments were up people were joining the military because fuck those motherfuckers we want to go over there and kill them right not saying that was right but at the time it felt right i was i was one of those people you know what i'm saying that was like this is bullshit those motherfuckers as i've grown older and i've done more research i've come to realize that maybe we were 
blinded by the fog of war and became slaves to the war. These people that live in this area, they have nothing to do with this. So yes, there needs to be a diplomatic and peaceful solution that needs to happen. Now, I'm tired of watching mainstream media. I don't care who you watch. Fox, CNN, they're all saying the same thing. There needs to be no two-state solution. It needs to be this. It needs to be that. It needs to be that. We, they want, like I did on the show the other day, they want war. All of these people want war. And they're, and they're blinding us with the fog of war because they're telling us that bad people are doing bad things and we need to kill them. The problem is that faction of bad people that do exist is a minute number compared to the people that don't have a fucking have a piece of skin in the game. But they, the slaves of war, are going to die during this situation. I mean, day in and day out, headlines latest list the late uh List, you know, the carnage, the people that have died, the people that have lost their homes, the people that uh, are just <laughs> are accompanied by crass, in, inane, and unfeeling messages from politicians. They don't care. These people don't care. So, you know, it's about Gaza, the bombings, the killings, desperation. Two, you know, a few weeks ago, a few months ago, it was about Russia and Ukraine. <laughs> um, so, yeah, as I go through this article, desperate people are still trying to survive, and the need for a diplomatic and peaceful solution is needed more than ever. Some wars outside the orbit of our media in the Sudan, Congo, and Yemen do not get reported. People, however, mourn for their children and parents killed in conflict. On October 7, we witnessed a horror of the killing of 1,400 people in southern Israel, with almost 200 survivors taken hostage. This deplorable attack has, called has caused unimaginable agony for those who have lost loved ones and enduring anguish for those longing to be reunited. In response, the Israeli government and, and army swung into action and announced they would destroy Gaza, couched as, they, as a war against Hamas. As it stands, over 3,000 Palestinians have been killed. This is on top of the thousands of Palestinians who have been killed over the past decade, not only in Gaza, but in the West Bank. Total war seems to be the only policy in town. Pleas for a ceasefire by neighboring countries, the UN, and political leaders from the global south have been resolutely rejected by Israel. The Brazilian government of Lula Incarniso de Silva, <laughs> I think I said that right, has consistently tried to help uh, help end the killings, not by not only in this war, but in Russia and Ukraine too. As the current president of the UN Security Council, Brazil crafted a ceasefire motion, and it and determinately negotiated, even changing the wording to a humanitarian pause. The United States vetoed it, and Britain sustained, or abstained, I should say. The following day, Joe Biden arrived at Tel Aviv on Air Force One, enthusiastically embracing Benjamin Netanyahu, announced full support for Israel. The U.S. presidency has committed warships and hardware for the protection of Israel and its continued illegal, well, uh, illegal occupation. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not going down that road, okay? It's not, I'm going to say this. It's not an illegal occupation, okay? And the reason I'm emphasizing that word is because you signed a fucking declaration. It was called the Balfour Declaration. I don't give a shit how it was proposed, how it was done, who signed it, who didn't sign it, whatever. It is what it is. That would be like saying that we in America are illegally occupying this land because we had a declaration of independence from Britain, right? So, whatever. <laughs> the European Union has done the same. Uh, Rishi Sunak also felt the need to go to Tel Aviv and pledge his 
His and Britain's all. No words of peace pass his lips, just more and more money for armaments. Barely a few minutes away by plane, bombs continue to fall in the south. Hundreds killed, thousands fleeing with animals, remaining possessions. Water supplies are drying up, food supplies are disappearing. Medicines are all unavailable, such in the depths, blah, 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 blah. So, if you have people trying to find peace, but yet you have countries like America and Britain propagating war once again why and in america we're being told that it's in support of israel israel i mean not for nothing but they've got a strong military okay in essence i mean I, we can be led to believe that well iran's arming the hamas and you know da 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 Israel can take care of itself for the most part. I think this this could go in a many different ways. Is this because of a 15-minute city? Maybe. Maybe that's part of it. Maybe, maybe in the grand scheme of the WEF puppet masters, they can clear a land, they can make a 15-minute city. In the meantime, America can get its war with Iran. Maybe. I saw a post on Twitter, X machine there, uh, where uh, uh, Elon Musk, oddly enough, posted this meme where it was, uh, you know, you had Iran, and it said, well, if Iran didn't want World War Three, why did they put their city by our military, or put their country by our military bases? And obviously it was it was facetious because, obviously, the, that area was there before our military bases. Um, and then RFKJ reposted it saying... How dare uh, God put uh, our oil under their country? And I think that's kind of the point here. You look at a map, you look at where bases are in the Middle East, and you got to ask, why? You know, the fog of war surrounds us as a people. And until until the sun comes up, we're never going to be able to see straight. And until we as a people, not just in this country, but wherever you can hear me from, until we stop believing that the fog is there, we need to lift the fog for ourselves. You need to open your eyes. You need to rub them. We need to quit being a slave to the fog of war. We need to quit... I guess essentially quit believing everything you see on TV. Open your own eyes. Do a little bit of research. Well, Don, everything's controlled by... Okay, maybe in your country. And I'm not saying it's not in this country. But trust me when I tell you this. It's not necessarily controlled by your government or our government. It's just buried by them. So what do do I have to do, Don? Gotta keep digging got to keep digging we've got to clear the fog you've got to believe in your heart of heart that these people and I'm, and I'm saying these people because now we're talking about israel and palestine these people have nothing to do with this but yet they're the ones dying and us in america i mean when i when i do this show it, sometimes it really bugs me. You know, the show's called Don't Tread on America. I obviously love this country. I don't love our government. I love this country. I don't love the things that our government does around the world. And I've said for as long as I can remember, why do we care? Why don't we worry about us? Right? And I've said that on this show numerous times. When it comes to giving money and doing whatever, we've got our own problems. So you have to ask the question, (laughs) why do we care? Well, we don't care. We don't care what happens to you guys. We don't care what happens to Israel or Gaza or Ukraine or Russia or whoever else, Taiwan. We don't give a shit. And like this article says, why don't we care about Sudan and the Congo? Why don't we care about those civil wars that are going there? Because those areas don't mean shit to us. 
And for the most part, they don't mean shit for the rest of the world. They mean shit to those countries, but not to the rest of the world. If China or Russia or Iran had anything to do with the Sudan, the Congo, or anywhere else in Africa, it would be a different story. But since they don't, we don't. Right? And so, like I said on the show the other day, they when I say they want war, it's the power elites. It's these WEF individuals. It's, it's the people that we don't even know. Okay? And they need the slaves, you and me, to be a part of it. Whatever country you're from and you're listening to this, we are all slaves. We have got to start understanding that when we see these things going on in these different countries, first it was Ukraine, now it's Israel, just know that the majority of these people are dying are not soldiers. They're people. They're just regular old people like you and me. And you have to ask the question, do they deserve to die because they're Muslim or because they're Jewish? Because they're Ukrainian? Because they're Russian? No. And you just never know what to believe anymore. I think that's the most irritating thing. Now, today, I see on the news that that Palestine, Palestinians' major government, um, I don't want to say office building, but their, their main source of government intelligence type, like their, their CIA, their Pentagon, let's put it that way, their Pentagon, essentially, is underground under a hospital. Now, why would they make sure to tell us that? Why, why do I care? Some dude that does a fucking podcast living in Florida, why do I give a shit if the Palestinians' uh, defense ministry is built under a hospital? Well, they're telling us because whether it's true or not, it's almost like they're trying to say, look, the only way we can get to these people is to bomb this hospital. I mean, that's the way I took it. I'm not saying that's what's going to happen, but that's the way I took it. Now, I guess if it's true, I guess you could say that's pretty smart thinking, right? Because you, in the the rules of war, so to speak, it is a, a, a crime, a war crime, to bomb a hospital. Now, you could say, who's the, who's the <laughs> war? Who's the crime? Who's the uh, police in this situation, right? The, well, yeah, the tribunal and all this stuff. And it's crazy how this all works because if it's war, it's war. Who, you know, I, I'm not saying who cares, but that's what kind of makes me wonder how true or real a lot of this is i'm not saying people aren't dying i'm not saying that i'm saying that who polices wars right it's war but point being is this we don't know that it's true we don't know that it's false but we're being told it's true now you see the the video that they put on tv obviously it wasn't real footage it was like a computer rendering of what they believe now the whole point of that is what what would be the whole point of telling us that under this hospital in gaza is the pentagon version of hamas well it's so they can bomb the shit out of that hospital and not get in trouble for war crime that's basically what it boils down to now it's going to be swung and you and if you haven't heard this you probably will soon and it'll be swung under the sense that how dare these people build their defense situation underneath the hospital like i said i mean not for nothing and i'm not siding with hamas or palestine or whoever but like i said if bombing a hospital is a war crime punish it punishable in the war tribunals in switzerland or wherever it's at Oddly enough, where the WEF is. But um, then that's, I mean, not for nothing. That's 
smart thinking. I, you know, I hate to give uh, props to your enemy, but it is what it is. If, and, and like I said, I think it's just a situation where if they've got to clear this land for whatever reason, then that hospital has to go too. And everything else has to go and the people have to go. And the problem with this is in the fog of wars, you get blinded by the truth. In this country, 2001, our fog was 9-11. And we believed what we were told for a long, long time. And there's plenty of people that still believe it. Thus, the terminology being used now, this is their 9-11. Brings up bad memories for people in this country. So you side with them. And you hate the other side. And you want total destruction. And you see the people on the news media. And they want total destruction. You see politicians. And they want total destruction. There's no right side to this whole situation. And just know that there's no winners, only losers. And we are all slaves to war used in the fog of war all right guys that's all i got for you today sorry to drag you down i actually had one more story but we're already over an hour so i'm gonna leave it at that and i can talk about that another day um just i guess essentially and i know i'm saying this as i'm saying this don't believe everything you hear you know except for what i'm telling you <laughs> and don't even believe what i'm telling you do your own research guys and like i said if you live in a country or if you use Google or whatever, just keep digging. The truth is out there. I know some countries, you, know, you just you, it's hard to find. I get it. The fact that this show with the logo that I have and the name of this show is being heard throughout the world astonishes me. Okay? And I'm great, grateful for each and every one of you guys and gals that listen to the show and that you share the show and you tell your friends. I know you're out there. I know you are. And I appreciate it. And I know I ask and I ask and I ask. But so does every other podcast. And compared to a lot of those people, at least the couple of podcasts that I actually listen to, those people get paid to do a show and it's their job. This is not a job for me. This is a hobby. This is a passion. This is just me, regular dude, just like you guys are. Trying to open the eyes of the regular person. Now, I'm not any kind of special guy. I'm not a intelligence, former intelligence officer. I'm not Mossad. I'm not anything special. Okay? But I've opened my eyes. I've cleared my eyes through the fog. I encourage you guys to do the same. You guys can follow us on social media at Don't Tread on America on Facebook, Instagram, and Truth Social, Truth Social, Don't Tread on America on those three. The reason I left out TikTok on that one is because really that's essentially the only thing I do on TikTok is drink videos. So if you want to learn how to make a couple drinks, check it out. Don't Tread on America on TikTok. Everything else is show-based. Check it out uh, on Twitter, X Machine at DTOM underscore 1775. And like I said, if you're not on social media, cool, I get it. Go to the website, don'ttreadamerica.com. Other than that, guys, like I said, please check out the store. Free shipping anywhere in the United States. If you're outside the United States, use promo code DTOM to get you 10% off. Um, I, I think that's it. That's all I got. You guys uh, have a great day. Uh, come back on Tuesday, which is Halloween. <laughs> And check out the show. I already got it kind of got to get the kinks and the words and everything written down. But uh, I think it'll be a good show. So uh, join us on Tuesday, October 31st. Oh, real quick. Shit. Damn it. I wanted to say this. Thank you, guys. I hit 30,000 downloads. I know it's not a lot. I know it's not a lot compared to some of these big boys. But it's a lot, it's a lot to me. 30,000 downloads. A little over 300 shows. That's, that's pretty good for something just schmuck. That's what I am. I'm just schmuck. 30,000, I'll take it. You guys have a great day, and I'll talk to you again on Tuesday. <laughs>